listening to The Red Tales, the Moddy Body Red podcast, which candidly celebrates the messy and iconic parts of our teenage years and our bodies. From juggling changing friendship groups, dealing with first heartbreaks, and waking up to changing body parts, our teenage years are filled with the most defining and often cringeworthy moments of our lives. Luckily, we're not alone. Moddy Body Red is the sustainable, easy to use period underwear for tweens and teens. It gives us the best protection against period leaks and stains, so we can ditch the pads and get on with living our best lives. I'm Sasha Meany, your host, and every fortnight I'll be joined by a young Aussie who isn't afraid to open up about the all-too-relatable moments from their teenage years and how they lived to tell the tale. Spoiler alert, make sure you listen to the very end of each podcast as we'll share with you our special Moddy Body discount code. Sexism exists in every environment, even the spaces we hold to the highest standard. The recent events that have transpired in Australia's parliament have left me and many others with a great sense of disappointment and distrust in our government's ability to not only reduce sexual harassment, but to challenge the structures, behaviour and the ideas that perpetuate this kind of behaviour. And yet... Examples of sexism don't simply exist within the planes of scandalous headlines and court hearings. Most of the time, sexism occurs in small, everyday social settings. From lingering looks and comments in the boardroom, to everyday scenarios that have seen offensive behaviour dismissed as banter and left to fester into a culture of acceptability rather than accountability. Enough is enough. Today we're joined with Teresa Lee as she shares her experience of sexism within high school and how we can enact change. Thank you for joining us today, Teresa. This is such a complex topic. Mm -hmm. We're talking about sexism. So before we dive into it, how would you describe sexism in in your words? Mm, I think I would define sexism as being treated differently just because of your gender. I know that's a very simple way to describe it, but I feel like it's such a big topic that yeah, like that's the size at all. Yeah. It's like the easiest yeah, way. <laughs> just that's literally it. And I mean, sexism is something that can be present. As you said, it's like such a wide topic. It can be present in so many different situations. Um, And it can start without us really knowing about it, especially when we're younger. So how did you come to be aware of sexist behaviours? I think it was mainly just noticing that my male peers would be treated differently than I was. And I think it was just like, oh, okay, I guess this is a thing that exists in our society Mm. that I no would happen and then just being really like upset about it yeah of and, course like, rebelling in my own way about like why does this exist like what can I do about it and like how can I help so it was you being compared to your male peers but like different standards is that what you're saying or um I think it was just how they were treated differently so like for my like middle school at least um I only found out later but like it was just the fact that in an all-girl school like our school um, that I went to, we got taught in Taz, um, it was like cooking, sewing and woodwork. Right. And the boys school was robotics, um, electronics and woodwork. So I think the only thing that was similar was woodwork. And I was like, 
why? <laughs> like, yeah. It doesn't make any sense. If anything, cooking should be pretty essential on like, everybody. <laughs> yeah. And it's like, I would have been interested in robotics and electronics but was offered to me, but it wasn't. So, yeah. I mean, like, it's kind of like, it kind of makes sense, like, why we have, like, gender stereotypes and why ha- people, like, feel like they need to go down this certain yeah. route because of their gender. Yeah. I feel like school really reinforces it and it's like, oh, well... If it kind of starts there. I'm just remembering now that, yeah, I did cooking and sewing in high school as yeah. well. And my brothers never had to do that. Yeah. And even now, sometimes when I go on holidays and we have male friends there, the like they don't even know how to wash a dish. <laughs> like They're no, just like, not used to hot water sometimes. I, it's like, I, I don't understand because it's like mainly the fact on like, if anything, cooking and sewing should be more central. Like the fact that some... I know it's like essential to your day to day as opposed to robotics. Yeah, exactly. Like it doesn't make sense that that if anything should be like everyone should learn it because like some of my male friends don't know how to sew at all. So anything like something breaks, they always ask their mum, and I'm like, you can do it. It's a needle. I promise. Yeah, it's like you can still be bad at it. Like go ahead, but it knowing how to begin at the very least. Yeah, is. It shows that everybody's being taught the same skills and it's not just a girls know how to do this, boys know how to do this, you know, this idea of it being some yin and yang when it's like not. Yes. (laughs) It's not like that whatsoever. Um, So did you speak about it at your school at all or or was there any way that you kind of expressed your dissatisfaction? Mm, I think the problem is I didn't know it happened until after I left the middle school because um, I didn't know anything about the boys' school and I didn't know any of them. So I only know, I only knew until I went to senior school. Right. The main thing that was more dissatisfaction was I think it was on the fact that at the girls' school we couldn't um, wear shorts. Okay. Um, so unless it was sports today, we couldn't wear shorts. Mm-hmm. So you had to wear a skirt, which I was – really annoyed at because one it's it was like okay shorts are more functional to be honest like yeah. skirts not that comfortable having to like flip them all up yeah. all the time <laughs> and like I just didn't want to wear like skirt because I just didn't like it I just felt like I like shorts better mm. um and I, I feel like I should have the right to that choice and the fact that like oh shorts are only for sports days you have to wear a skirt and it, like summers get really hot so like I rebelled in my really like it didn't really, I don't know why I did this, but like I just wore pants, even if it was like 50 degree weather. And I just forced myself because I refused to make to a like, point. You yeah, need to I make like, a point. I, I refused to succumb. And so I was like, no, I refuse to wear a skirt. I'm just going to wear pants on like 50 degree weather and just deal with it. You know what's funny about what you just said? And it just suddenly hit me. It's like on sports days, Girls must wear pants or shorts because it makes them mobile. It makes mobility easier. Which therefore, like, on the other hand, suggests that we don't need to be mobile (laughs) when we're at school. It's just such a dumb concept. I think, like, that's the whole, like, sexism thing. It's like, it doesn't make any sense. So how did you go about wearing pants to school? Like, the first time that you wore pants instead of a skirt did you do that sorry yeah. oh yeah I just I just did it like every day like I didn't like, what was the reaction did they uh, well I don't I don't think like it had a, it was just more like I was the only person in like 50 degree weather wearing pants because right. it didn't make any sense to wear pants but then I think afterwards I kind of um asked the school about it like why can't we just have shorts like it's not hard mm. just just like like let us wear shorts apparently it was like a thing where they first discussed uniforms, 
that they kind of decided, like parents and students, like way, way back decided that's the uniform that they want. But I was like, but why not listen to current students? Like yeah. if we want it, why not change it? And yeah. Like they just didn't want it. Like parents didn't want it. They were like, no, we want the girls to wear skirts. And I'm like, that doesn't make any sense. And it's then, not like a complete uniform rehaul. It's yeah. just adding a new garment. Yeah, exactly. And then like in my senior school, they didn't offer like any shorts because we didn't have sports at all. Right. So then I just didn't care. So I just went to the boys section and I literally went up to the person. I was like, hey, do you know where like the boys shorts are? Yeah. And they were like, yeah, what What do you need? And I'm like, yeah, I need one for myself. Like, and they, they looked at me really confused, but like they just gave it to me anyway. Sure. And then I just wore that to school and no one questioned it. Not even um, the, like the teachers. That's or- the thing. One of the teachers complimented me. I don't understand. In the uniform, it definitely does not say that we're allowed to. But the te- one of the teachers complimented me. One, some people noticed and they were like, oh, isn't that not allowed? And I was like, yeah, but what are they going to do? Say, like, I have to take go Take them home. off. Yeah, I'm like, <laughs> I don't, like, take them off. Like, just, no. But um, I think I was just more, like, making a point. Like, I think I was the only one that wore shorts because it wasn't really in the rules. Um, but that was, like, me, like, trying to make a point. And I mean, like, at the end of the day, like, what, what about going to, like, the boys section and getting shorts? They should just, like, offer it to girls. Well, yeah, and that's the the thing is that, well, did anybody follow your lead? Did anybody else go, yeah, I'm going to wear shorts too? I think only a few, um, not everyone. I think it was just mainly because of the fact that, like, the fact that you had to go to the boys section and be like, hey, I want it. Yeah. Okay, I see. So they didn't want to have to do that part. Yeah, yeah. So I think that's why... But then, I don't know, I think that the whole act that, like, oh, no one questioned at the end, I was like, oh, well, might as well just do whatever I want then. Like, it doesn't yeah. make any difference. But I just think the fact that it's in the rules that you're not allowed to, it says so much more. And I think it's just really, like, reflective of, like, hey, this is, like, kind of subtle, but maybe more obvious sexism that we should really fix. It's also one of those annoying things where, yeah, the rules say you're not allowed to. Yeah. Your teachers have complimented you or just let it go (laughs) yeah the fact that the rules haven't changed to reflect what the opinion is means that one really conservative somebody whether it be student parent teacher whatever can then turn around and say but it's in the rules yeah like it's in writing that she can't do this (sighs) and that's where it's like but she's been doing it and nobody's hurt and yeah we're happy for that to happen yeah yeah it's just strange yeah it is and i and like i think it's even worse for private schools Mm. and i'm so glad i didn't have to go to a private school but like well not okay (laughs) but that the (laughs) point of like about your experience yeah yeah because like i know some of my friends who go to private schools and I'm pretty sure they're not even allowed to wear pants no which is such a foreign concept yeah it's so weird the fact that girls can't wear pants like they can't be warm basically i went to a private school <laughs> oh, really? and we had to wear it's like a blue kilt skirt yeah i don't know if i can give away too much okay. away where I went. but anyway <laughs> it was very strict like yeah. you had to wear um you had to wear the blazer and not the jumper yeah but oh. you could wear the vest <laughs> because the vest had the crest on it but the jumper didn't have the crest so it was just this really strange thing of yeah like either Either you just wear what you have to wear or you are walking down to the train station and there'll be teachers there that, and I felt awkward for them as well because they had to do it. Yeah. 
And they were like, you're not wearing your blazer. Your skirt's rolled up. <laughs> or your skirt's too short. Like, yeah. How uncomfortable for a teacher to be like to a small girl, your skirt's too short. Yeah. And it's like, just a weird conversation to have. No one's, I hope no one's looking. Yeah. And it's also like really contradictory because I'm like, if they want, if they want like to be more conservative and like mm. cover up, why would they pants offer- work more? Yeah, pants work better. If anything, <laughs> why would shorts work better? Like why skirts? But like, not the point. Like you should be able to wear skirts like wherever yeah. you want. But like, it was just really contradictory. Like it didn't make any sense to me. So yeah, exactly. This was your first kind of Alice in Wonderland moment yeah. of being like, I believe something. The world doesn't fit what makes sense like yeah. what makes sense it makes sense for people to be able to move around and yeah. do what they want so do what they want in terms of you know running yes. <laughs> not do what you yes. want ever just yes. be able to move in the way that you want to move yes. and there's a rule that stops me from doing so that doesn't make any sense yeah going beyond school have you pushed back on other examples of sexism or other examples of you can't do this because you're a girl behavior i don't know because usually it's not very explicit yeah it's not very explicit it's just more like because like outside of school it's less rules because it's like you know you're, when you're yeah, in school it's, it's more just about social norms like yeah know. it's just more about like how people talk about women yeah and like at work like the way that people talk about women and then also just in general like catcalling all of that like mm. having to experience that and being like ah oh, safety yeah. at night all of that it's it's less about like Mm, rules per se and more about like the experience just it makes experience. it harder as well because you have to decipher the norms for yourself like yeah. there becomes a level where you have to do all this work to figure out why you're feeling squashed in yeah into something and then you find out what it is and then you push back against it like for me it's very much I say this to people when I did shows and reviews and stuff where I said like be ugly was this mantra that I like keep to myself yeah. all the time. It's just stop worrying about how you look and let your face express it the way it wants to spread your legs if you need to, yeah. like to not feel so constricted. And that's kind of the mantra that I tell myself all the time is be ugly because as yeah. a girl, you're often told not to be or that, you know, you should be smiling more, et cetera, yeah. that kind of thing. So is there any kind of, it does that resonate with you at all? Do you have something that, you kind of hold on to as your little act of like non-conforming. I definitely do all of that yeah. stuff. It's it's definitely become more normal now for me because I just don't care at this point. Like yeah. I think I'm just like it's it's like I am very aware of sexism that I feel like if at any point I feel like I have to succumb to it, I'm just like reinforcing it. So I'm like I just don't care anymore. Like who cares? You like do. I want to wear what I want to wear. Oh yeah. well, and like all of that and like. You know, just even in clothes, like, if your, like, nipple shows through your clothes, like, wow, what's the big deal? Like, why does it matter if you don't wear a bra? Wow, what's the matter? Um, Or just, like, walking at home. I feel like at night, like, really dark, like, at, like, like, 12 or something. I think most of my, like, female friends, like, refuse. Like, after a certain time, like, they will not walk out at night. Yeah. Which I feel like is really sad. But also, like, I feel like if I keep like conforming to that and I actually like listen to that then I will never be able to like really experience life you know if that makes yeah. sense so and, like, you so with your experiences off like catcalling and stuff yeah how have you worked because for me mm. I'm, I'm not one of those people who like I won't walk longer than 10 10 15 minutes after 12 I would say yeah 
I re- like I get in an Uber or at the very least I'm messaging people, et cetera, because yeah. I've had experiences yeah. where people will follow you or yeah. or like yell at you or ask you, oh, what are you doing? Yeah. Why don't you come inside for just like a drink, like if you're walking by a bar? Yeah. How did you get over that fear of to <laughs> keep behaving in the way that you want to behave? Um, so like I did, um, I worked at like Sydney trains for a bit and okay. I did shift work. So it was like 24 right. seven. So you'd have some shifts that would start at like 2am uh-huh. and like in the city and uh, like one, I just forced myself cause like <laughs> it's a job, but also like, I think like, it was also just the aspect of like, mm, I really want to travel and I really want to like experience like everything. And I don't want to be restricted because of like my gender. And I would hate it. I would hate it mm-hmm. if like something about like my gender was the reason why I couldn't do that. And I'm very aware that like, yes, it's scary. And there are definitely more safety issues because you're a woman. And I don't uh, like, I don't blame anyone who doesn't want to. Like, obviously if you don't feel safe, like go for it. Like you don't need to. Um, but for me, it was just more like, mm, I think like, I'm just like, okay, I'm aware of my surroundings. I know who to call if there's something yes, wrong. Yeah. Like, I have, like, safety parameters in place if I need them. But I also need to, like, get over the fear of, like, you know, just walking out at night. Because if I never do it, then, like, I'm just going to always be scared and I'm always going to be in fear. And I would hate it if I lived my entire life being in fear simply because of, like, Mm. sexism that was put in place by men. Like, it's not even our – like, it's not something that we should have to deal with. And I I don't want it to be. So I just – just, like, (laughs) rebelling again. Like, just – I don't yeah yeah do you think um do you think that the education around it is better than it was than you were in high school because I didn't hear about it too much in high school and now I wouldn't say that the education that I'm receiving through just life experience is is I'm not saying it's better yeah I feel like I'm able to call it out a bit easier yeah because I am older and I can see like things like catcalling, for instance, yeah. that when I was younger, I just couldn't understand how that was a display of power over yeah. me. You know what I mean? Whereas now that I'm older, I can because I see it happen to younger girls and I think that's not okay. Yeah. Do you think the education is something that just happens over life or that it is something that can be taught in high schools? Mm, I definitely think it would substantially help if it was taught from the beginning yeah like I think it's sure like it's something that you can learn like over time and like through the course of your life but like would it not be like significantly easier if we knew it from the beginning like Mm -hmm. if we were aware of it and we were like already like have the skills to like combat it and be like fight against it Mm -hmm. like even though we not we don't need to but like the fact is, like, it exists and, like, the fact that we are, like, as aware of it, I feel like is part of the reason why, like, a lot of sexist tropes still exist to this day. And also just, like, not even, like, not even just women. Like, I don't think it's just, no, like, a women's not- issue. It should be, like, taught to, like, men and, like, taught to boys and, like, even in boys' schools. Like, why do they not, like, know about it? Because if they come out of like high school and they still have the same tropes and same mindset that they did while in that high school and they'll just continue so it's like it's not even about just women it's just about everyone making sure that they do their part Mm. in that sense yeah absolutely and do you have siblings or like men in your life that you tell you talk to them about it because it can the other thing is is that it's the same with any kind of group that like is 
the like power is being used against them to make them quiet. And it's hard to, it's hard to describe those. um, (laughs) I'm finding it hard to describe it even now to describe like the relevant parties and like, and how those parties are formed because it's just happened over time for so long. You can't pinpoint where it started or why it started or how it started. So where do you begin with conversations about sexism? I think I'm very transparent. Like I don't, yeah. I don't see a reason as to why it should be like this weird topic. Like it's like it, it exists. Like wow. Um, for me, I think it's just like I have a lot of like male friends, and I'm like very okay with talking about. It. Like yeah. very okay. Like if anything, I really want to talk about it uh-huh. because it's like if any of my like friends who are guys have any like sort of like sexist mindset that like I think is not okay then I would want to know about it and talk about it with them instead of just like ignoring it like I would hate it if like I knew that they had this ideology that was not okay and like I was like almost like okay with it Mm. like I absolutely refuse for that to happen because it's just it's just like part of it is like okay we have the experience like as females and like at the end of the day like we can relay and be like hey this is what we experience like Like, how does, like, do you know about it? Like, how does that make you feel? Like, do you, like, combat it with your, also, like, with your other male friends and stuff Mm. like that? Like, like, if, like, someone said something sexist, would you call it out? Like, are you aware of it? Like, it, like, all these things are just, like, it needs to happen. It needs to be talked about. And, like, I very much talk about it a lot. (laughs) If anything comes up in the news, I just talk about it. Like, do you know about this? Like, do you understand this whole concept? Like, let's talk about, like... Yes. And like the fact like that they usually like agree and like understand and like listen to me out is like something that I find very comforting because it's like, okay, at the end of the day, it's not just, oh, girls like need to make sure like they, you know, are aware of these things, but also like guys are also aware of it. And like, we can all help each other in making sure that like sexism is not something that happens like day to day and like minimize it in our society as much as we possibly can. Mm. Yeah. Lastly, yeah. <laughs> you obviously seem to be extraordinarily brave in the ways that you push back, like as in being the only person to start wearing pants <laughs> at your school and, you know, just walking in that day or, you know, walking at night with your own, like you've already put safety measures in place, but yeah. still, you know, pursuing those things that make you feel empowered. Yeah. What advice would you give to other people, um, like in relation to building up to those acts of feeling empowered? I think it's hard because it's definitely a process. I don't think anyone kind of can just like immediately be like, yes, Mm. like I am ready. But um, I think it's just, it takes time. But I think it's just being actively aware that um, sexism is just a societal norm that's just placed upon us. It's not like something that we should have to deal with. And like for it to like affect and diminish our life is something that like I feel like really pushed me to be like okay I'm not gonna deal with it like why why should I have to deal with it just because of like this thing that was placed upon me that I don't want and like hinders my life like I feel like that type of mentality to be like okay I am going to change this and I'm going to actually like move forward because otherwise like my life will always be hindered by this thing that I don't need to deal with um is kind of like the mentality that really pushed me in that direction. Because otherwise, like, you're just going to have to keep dealing with it. And, like, why? Why should we have to? Like, there's no reason why we need to. Great. Well, (laughs) thank you so much for joining us on the podcast. Okay. 
Catcalling is a form of gender-based street harassment. It refers to unwanted comments, gestures or actions forced on a stranger in a public place without their consent. A recent survey by Plan International uncovered that 78% of women globally have experienced street harassment. 57% experienced unwanted staring. 55% unwanted whistling. 51% unwanted sexual comments. And 44% unwanted touching. But perhaps the most disheartening figure resulting from this study is this. Only 25% of women say that somebody actually helped them while they were being harassed. But you can break the cycle. If you see something, say something. If you see someone being harassed, be an active bystander. That doesn't mean you need to confront the person. You can simply offer to walk with the other person so that they can get where they need to safely. Call the police or pretend to know the person and usher them towards you. If you are being harassed, tell the harasser to stop. If a store is open, walk in or ask people around you for help. If you feel safe doing so, report the incident. And remember, help is always available, from hotlines to doctors and friends and online resources. Thanks for listening to The Red Tales, the Muddy Body Red podcast. If you enjoyed tuning in to today's episode, related a bit too much to the story, or learned something new, please subscribe to our podcast and leave a review. If you're curious about our underwear and you'd love to give it a try, head to our website and use our exclusive code REDTAILS15 for 15% off. You can even join the Red Squad by signing up on our website to receive exclusive VIP offers. Lastly, to keep up with all things Red, make sure to follow us on Instagram at modibody_red. underscore Red. Remember, life is messy, but your period doesn't have to be.